Another episode of my year of the 13. Tricks, trades, and defeats. My name is Eric. Welcome to the craziness that lives inside my head. It was a Friday night like like every other night, except I was at a different bar. It was Blues on 43rd Street and 8th Avenue. I entered the bar, took my seat at like I always do. I ordered my favorite drink, Southern Comfort on the Rocks. I stared into the mirror opposite me, wondering why I came to this hustler bar Night after night, looking for Mr. Wright. Two vestites, prostitutes, sitting next to me were arguing with a guy. He was, hit, he was hitting on them and they weren't having it. I guess they didn't like the company and left the bar. Then the guy came over to me and looked me in the eyes. He had green eyes. It had to be love at first sight. Buy me a drink, he commanded, and I did. He must have hypnotized me, because the first rule in a hustler bar, never buy a man a drink unless he gives you the dick first. He gulped down his drink. Okay, let's go, he stated. Where are we going, I asked. To your place. Well, I live uptown in Sugar Hill, I answered. So you got my back. Let's go. We left the bar with him leading and me like a fat horny bitch following. I paid his fare into the subway. Our train pulled in and we boarded. Like a gentleman, he let me have the one and only empty seat. The train was crowded. It was too early to go home. I thought to myself that if he turned out to be a wacko, I still had time to return to the hustler bar to pick up a hot, hairy-hung man. As I sat crunched between the fat lady and the Pillsbury dope boy, I sized up the man who captivated me into submission. He stood in the doorway of the subway car. He had no hat on his mangled, curly here. He wore dirty sneakers, a flannel shirt, and a wool jacket. It was his worn-out tight fitting jeans that caught my eye. I became amorous when my eyes fell onto his crotch area. I haven't seen a basket that big since Vayman. A half hour later, we were ascending from the subway into Sugar Hill section of Harlem. I lived in a rooming house, of course, on the first floor, the brownstone. The bathroom was one flight up. It was a community bathroom. He told me his name was Larry as I left him alone in the room. I headed for the bathroom. I should have been frightened for my life. When I returned, Larry was under the covers in my queen-size bed in my kid-size room, cramped with a dresser, a closet, a couch, TV, stereo stove, refrigerator, and a sink. I stripped down naked and slid under the covers next to him. 
My hands felt their way down to his crotch. Larry was sound asleep. He had a hung, huge, thick, and uncut meat. My head was under the covers. In the pitch darkness, my mouth found its way to the cockhead and opened wide to its capacity. I slowly gagged my way down the thick shaft. I could only go halfway. His dick was tapered. It had a small dick head and the shaft went from slender at the head to an eggplant bulb at the base. I was in heaven making love to it, worshipping it and trying my best to impale my throat with it. The deeper I went down on him, the more I gagged and teared up from the straining of my stroke muscles. During the whole time, Larry was asleep. It was funny how a sleeping man can have such a raging heart on. He was really a lousy lay, just laying there sound asleep while I assaulted his beautiful big fat dick. Then without warning, as the tip of his small head touched my tonsil, he blew his load. He came and came, but I never got to taste it because it went directly down my esophagus. Larry moaned loud and long. His dick went limp, but it was still a mouthful. My tired mouth head came up from underneath the covers. I wanted to kiss him. I was in love. But Larry was just turned over. Larry, he just turned over and went to sleep. Really asleep this time. When he started to snore, I just laid next to him with my loving arms around him and followed him to sleep. I was satisfied. I finally found the man of my dreams. We woke up the next morning in each other's arms. I saw for the first time what I was getting into. A good night's sleep opened my eyes and my eyes loved what they saw. Needing to use the bathroom, Larry got out of the bed naked. The man was hot. He was hairy. He had thick brown fur from his neck down to his balls. He was muscular. He had pecs. His hairy ass was round and hard. His hairy legs were muscular. Why wouldn't anyone not want him? Larry wrapped the cover around him and left out the door headed to the bathroom. I lay there waiting for him to return. He had my eyes transfixed on the door in, in anticipation. Larry slid inside, looked, locked the door, jumped back into the bed and went back to sleep. I lay next to him, studying his facial feature. He was gorgeous. He definitely had masculine facial lines. He needed a shave. His mangled hair, curly hair, ran down the back of his neck and disappeared down his carpeted back. I gently undid the covers from his body. I wanted to see the glory of the man. What are you doing? He asked as he turned to look at me. He had hazel eyes. I was so focused on his fat cock that I got lost in my adoration of it all. Why are you staring at me? He asked and sat up in the bed. His chest was matted with curly hair. I ran my hand through it, getting my fingers tangled up into it. What are you doing? He asked with a frown. I'm loving you. I'm in love with you. 
I breathily answer as I lick my way down his hairy chest to his matted hairy crotch. My tongue ran down the wrinkled shaft and took the head into my mouth and sucked it for dear life. Larry moaned and his hand on the back of my head guided his growing cock into my deep mouth tunnel. This time, Larry punished me with his long fat tool. I was gagging and couldn't catch my breath. When he burst his nut in my mouth, he held my head down on his dick, not letting me up for air until he finished shooting his salty, tasty residue that went down my throat. I had come coming out of my nose from the force of the ejaculation. Larry curled up, his, curled up into his bed, covered himself, and went back to sleep. I lay there next to him in complete ecstasy with a face stained with cum. That was true love. I woke up two hours later and Larry's still asleep, got up, took a shower, went food shopping. When I got back to the room, Larry was still naked, watching TV. I sat my grossly down on the kitchenette table and ran over to kiss him. Larry quickly moved his face out of the way. I don't kiss, he said. I love you, I said, but I don't kiss. I sucked your dick. You and everybody else in the neighborhood, he laughed. What sign are you, I inquired. Scorpio, what sign are you? Aquarius. Is that a good sign, he laughed. That, that should have been a sign that this relationship was not happening. But when you got a hot, hairy monstrous hung man in your bed, your brains can get caught up in a confusing haze. I allowed the whole conversation to go over my head, fix my new husband dinner fit for a king. He ate, showered, and returned to bed and slept. I slept next to him. I pushed my hairy fat bubble ass up against his thick wrinkled dick and prayed that during the night he would rape, rape me. The next morning was Monday, and I had to be at work. I got Larry up be before I took a shower. After I came back, I pleaded with him that he needed to leave, that he could come back by the time I get home from work. He just smiled at me and kept rubbing his thick cock on my hand. He was no good. He was not to be trusted. He couldn't stay at my place alone. He was going to rob me blind. I ignore all the signs since the dick was good and allow him to stay home while I was at work. It wasn't, a, it wasn't easy at work. I couldn't take my mind off the fact that I left a complete stranger who may have been a thief in my room. He could have cleaned me out. Every hour on the hour, I called to make sure he was there. Of course he was there, still sleeping. I never knew anybody who slept all day like that. I couldn't wait to get off from work and go home to him. I stopped at the bodega and bought pork chops and fries to cook for my honey. When I got home, Larry was laying in the bed watching TV. He was naked with his hands behind his head in a cradle. One of his legs was bent upward and his foot on the bed revealing his thick wrinkled cock laying dead between his legs. His golden brown hairy body hair gave me an erection. I sat the groceries down on the table and raced over to him to give him a hello kiss. He moved his face away from me. So you don't like to kiss, I see, I said disappointedly. Nah, it's not that. I got bad, I got bad mouth of teeth. I don't want to infect you.
he replied. He ate my dinner, then he got horny watching porn videos. He had me gagging on it until he came and went to sleep. The next morning we got up together and we both left out together. I gave him $30 to get a haircut and the car fare to search for a job. When I got home, he was waiting for me on the stoop. I let him in and took off to the laundromat to wash his clothes. I came back and cooked dinner. We ate. He looked through porn magazines. I feast on his dick until he came and we both went to sleep. The next morning, he wasn't feeling well. He couldn't go out to search for work. What happened to the haircut? Weren't you supposed to get a haircut? I asked. Shit happens, man, he grunted. If it wasn't for the beautiful dick, I would have thrown him out into the street. The week went by fast. Now it was Saturday and I was invited out to a birthday party. I had it all planned. I was going to make my entrance in my new outfit and with Larry on my arm. I knew all eyes would have been on us. Once they saw his thick bread basket, Larry had other plans. And I was brokenhearted. I was alone on the, one, on the IRT subway platform waiting for Brooklyn-bound train while Larry took a bus to his sister house. He was spending the night at her place. I arrived at the party where I drank like a fish. I got wasted and did a striptease act for the crowd. They even videotaped it. This was the usual me. I was always the talk of the town and the life of the party. I woke up in my bed under covers with a strange hairy man pounding my butt. He got his rocks off, then he laid on his back and lit a cigarette. Damn, that was good ass. I could fall for you, you know, he informed me. I just laid there next to him, not too impressed. What's your name again? I inquired and, and only got rolling eyes for an answer. I got this awful feeling of cheating on Larry. He was the it was the drugs and alcohol that made me the slut of the city. I was 400 pounds or more with a big protruding butt. You got the dick when you can be, you, you get the dick when you can because you never knew when some guy was going to feel sorry for you and give you some. I woke up later that morning with my TV set gone and my front door open. I was robbed. Larry returned home that afternoon looking beat. He took off his clothes and got under the covers where he drifted off to sleep. He didn't even kiss me hello or ask, or ask me how the party was. He just fell asleep naked and drunk. I snuggled my round my round body up against his hairy muscular body. I wrapped my arms around him and nestled my head on his hairy chest. I then fondled his thick hairy cock as I also drifted off to sleep. The next morning, it dawned on Larry there was no TV set. What happened to it, he inquired. It died, so I took it to be repaired, I lied. Now what am I going to do? Lay back and let me blow you, I answered breathlessly. Nah, not now, he said as he rejected my advances. Come on, Larry, let me have it. You got some good dick. I can't get enough of it. No. He insisted that he jerked my hole off of his cock, then leered at me and said, You get the dick when I want you to get the dick. And I said, Oh no. 
If I'm pulling food into your stomach, a roof over your head, and washing your funky ass clothes, you give me the dick when I want the dick or get the fuck on out, I yelled. I got a cheap TV set to replace the stolen one. Larry got to be entertained when he wasn't banging me. I gave Larry $30 a day to get a haircut and car fare to look for work. I came home, cooked and cleaned while he laid in bed, watched TV and played with himself. He still had no job, no haircut. He had me wondering if he was giving the money away to one of his drug up friends for food. Another Saturday came and he was going to Jersey for the weekend to his sisters. Yeah, right. I wasn't born yesterday. The words kept blasting in my head until I broke down and cried, but it did no good. He just laughed and headed for the door. I should be back Sunday night. Just have that ass ready for me to fuck you raw. He smiled as he closed the door. Larry knew how to keep me hanging on. Days turned into nights. Nights turned into day. Two weeks went, in, went by be, without Larry. I was in love with him, physically and mentally. He was an emotional void, conceited, inconsiderate, uncaring, unemployed, illiterate, ex-con, and a user. Not to mention the fact that he hated to kiss and be cuddled. It was a trait that I have had in so many men in my life. After a third week of no-shows, I packed everything I bought him and stuffed them into brown shopping bags. There were five bags in all, and I placed them at the front door. I refused to allow him to cross my door steps. I have had enough of his shenanigans. I was sitting on the stoop doing a full moon when the muscular man walked up to me. Hello, stranger, I said blankly. What's up, baby? Got anything to eat? Larry, you're over a month late. What happened? I've been here worried sick about you. You didn't leave me any way to get in touch with your sister in Jersey. Well, baby, he started his rap to me as he fondled the huge budge between his legs. You see, my sister found me a job and I've been working all that time until they let me go yesterday. I couldn't call you because I didn't have your number. He rubbed my hard nipples through my t-shirt. I heard a voice in my head yell over and uh, over and over, over and over again, over the noise of the city. He thinks you're stupid. He thinks you're stupid. He thinks you're stupid. Larry, I can't, I said. I got up and I entered the building to fetch his shopping bags. He followed me inside. Just as we reached my room, Larry swung me around and planted a passionate kiss on my lips. His tongue then invaded my lips, threshold attacking my tongue and intertwining it with his. This hot, muscular body was rubbing up against mine. Our erections were touching through our clothes. Then his voice in my head, this this voice in my head, once again started yelling over, over again, over again. All the noise of our excessive, quick breathing. He thinks you're stupid. He thinks you're stupid. He thinks you're stupid. Larry, I can't. I, I passionately said. I abruptly pushed him away. I reached behind the, my room door, retrieved the shopping bags, and handed him one by one. Larry laughed at me. Come on, baby. You ain't going to let me let me in for some of this good dick. Larry, I can't. I said teary-eyed. 
but you want it. I know you want it. So here, I am, I am here to give it to you. Something in me clicked and my sadness turned to pure anger. Fuck you, Larry. Get your dick and get the hell out of here. I don't need you or your fucking dick. Larry, with, with a smirk on his face, grabbed the five brown shopping bags and started out the building. But then he quickly turned. You're going to wish to God you never let this big dick go. I stood on my stoop and watched the good-looking, hairy, muscular man with the big dick walk out of my life and into the darkness, a noise of the city. I returned to my room. I snorted some coke, lit up a dust joint. I poured me some 151-proof rum and coke, sat on the bed and played a record after the love has gone by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You have heard the craziness and mayhem that lives inside my head. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust.